Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That clarity of purpose equates to multiplicity of investment. And I believe that these kids have to be shown and believe that they have a place or they have a part or a role in your program. And if not, they're going to end up in someone else's. And that's to me, not the fault of the kid as far as all the different avenues that they have now. So I think it's important that the ones that we have in our program that we want to keep and develop in our program, that we create roles for them that give them something that's theirs to create ownership. Today's quick cast is with Justin Hamilton, defensive coordinator for Virginia Tech. It was taken from his clinic talk at Lawrence First and Goal, creating more roles for your players. I think this is a very poignant topic right now in our world of football, and that applies to not just college, as Coach talks about here, but high school football as well, even down to the youth football level. Kids want to be a part of something they want to contribute. And of course, as Coach mentions, they don't want to wait their turn anymore. So we have to find ways to work within that environment, find roles for our players, and make sure that they take ownership in our program. In this first segment, Coach Hamilton talks about why that's important in today's landscape of football. One of the reasons why I believe in the adapt or die slogan that people in a lot of industries use for us in college football, my belief is the new era is here of college football. And as coaches, we've got to, in my own opinion, either adapt or die. And we've got to change with the changing of college football. The one-time transfer exemption or exception is coming or is here. The name, image, and likeness is pending and, in my opinion, probable to be happening. So that's going to affect a lot of what recruiting is like, what it's like when the kids are on our campus. We've already seen a lot of that. So I believe that it's important that kids have roles in reading. I I do a lot of research on, or at least I, I like to think I do a lot of research on this era of kids, this current era of 17, 18 to 22 year olds. And I believe in through the reading that clarity of purpose equates to multiplicity of investment. And I believe that these kids have to be shown and believe that they have a place or they have a part or a role in your program. And if not, they're going to end up in someone else's. And that's to me, not the fault of the kid as far as all the different avenues that they have now. So I think it's important that the ones that we have in our program that we want to keep and develop in our program, that we create roles for them that give them something that's theirs to create ownership. I think that the wait your turn, that, thing that we all I I heard as a player and a lot of people I know before and and maybe after me heard as players that's gradually fading and in some cases it's gone these kids you know some are in that mindset and that's great but a lot of others are not and we know that they're good kids and we know that they're good players but 
they don't quite understand what it takes to develop into that. So along the way, I think we have to give them things that are their own. I'm a big NBA fan and the NBA basketball model, you know, they're the one through five positions. That's totally gone now. I look back to the Golden State Warriors and, and people thought they were crazy. I remember watching TNT when Charles Barkley said that style of basketball will never win a championship. And the this is crazy mindset that people had before they won a title became the lineup of death when they did win a title. And, and now it's everybody in the NBA applying the same model. In this next segment, Coach talks about how this is set up by giving the staff multiple teaching roles. They have the ability to work with everybody on the defense to instruct them on exactly how their position works. And while that player may never play that exact position, he might take over some of the responsibilities in having a different role in different situations. And so Coach goes through exactly how they do that in practice, in meetings, and in some creative ways to get interaction between different coaches and different position groups. Role teaching, this is a big part of it for me. I wanted to be able to put practice clips in here and show some of how we do it. COVID made it almost impossible. So the same ideas that I brought with me when I got the coordinator job, I keep with me, but we didn't get to practice them the way that we wanted to. Spring ball is huge for that. We didn't get that. Fall camp is huge. We did not really get that. And then during the season, I'll talk about it. But the biggest thing I believe as the coordinator is that we have to use uniform verbiage. And that's amongst the coaches so that it trickles down to the players. So that when we're talking about a concept, we're talking about it in the same verbiage every time we talk about it, defining it the same way. So when you say it, use the buzzwords or the keywords, the kids know what you're talking about. And for us, one of the things that we did get to implement was fundamental circuits. And in those fundamental circuits, it was one time a week during the season. And we'll continue to do that. But I believe that we need to do it as often as possible as long as the practice schedule permits it in spring ball and fall camp. And what those are, during our season, we did it on Wednesdays. We did our tackling circuit on Tuesdays, but it basically was a rotation of an open field sideline tackle, change of direction, block defeat, ball disruption. So all of our players did that. I want to be able to expand on that going forward to where every player in our program has at least taken one rep during spring ball of this is what it means when we say a hook curl drop or a curl flat drop. D-lineman, we've talked about it as coaches. We've got to continue doing that, but you don't need your D-lineman playing a deep half or a deep post, but your linebackers, all those guys can get the exit, the climb, the mechanics of that because you might have a middle runner in a Tampa 2 concept. You might have a linebacker that's covering a wheel route. Whatever the case may be, those mechanics apply. The other thing that we did not get to implement that I want to is what we call football IQ seminars. We're going to have a unit meeting where each position coach presents something. And it's going to begin with one of our D-line coaches is going to, for 20 or 30 minutes, talk about how he coaches a one technique and a three technique with the entire defense in there so they can all understand. And I don't expect a freshman, sophomore corner to understand how to play three technique, but I think it's good that he hears the basic principles of playing the B gap or the A gap, because there may come a time that he's got to be a B gap or A gap defender from the second or third level. So we'll do those types of things. We will also, uh, we've talked about creating or simulating uh, situations through Madden to let our guys be placed in spots where they've got, it's 30 seconds to go. You have no timeouts and you're on offense or defense and they actually get to play Madden to implement that, to try to give them, 
some further teaching of roles. And that's all still on the, the floor right now. We haven't put those into practice, but that is planning going forward. The other thing we're going to do is we're going to have a coach draft periodic one-on-one sessions where we'll pull over our depth chart, our defensive board, and each position coach gets to draft however many players it is that we're going to do that week that he'll meet with. And he's going to meet with those guys for 10 minutes. And the purpose is the position coach, you cannot draft from your own position so that those guys can further get to know each other, but also they can get to know the guy that potentially could be coaching them in one of these roles that we look at, whether he play that position or whether it's a portion of our game plan that we're working on. And then the other thing is the intentional scripting where you make sure you have the people in the game for the calls that you want to be in or in situations with our offense where the way we script with our offense, we know the formation, we do not know the play. So versus these formations or in this call that we want this person to be in to make sure we get that right. In this final segment, Coach talks about the risk-reward in doing things this way, and really there's more reward to it. They have the opportunity to really evaluate players better, to see exactly what those players can do to have that crossover that a coach can look at one guy who maybe they think is playing this position and say that this guy really would fit well in this particular situation. And so all of this really comes together in a way that you're finding more roles for your players, more people are involved, and that's just going to elevate the morale and it's going to build a culture around that idea of having everybody buy in and take ownership in a role that they're able to succeed in. There is some risk and reward, as you guys well know, how much is enough, how much is too much. And I think to me, that's on the coach and the coordinator to evaluate it and recognize it. The fundamental circuit is a very good way of evaluating things that either we didn't know about a kid or that we feel that we thought a kid could do that he can't do or doesn't do well. That's been very good for us. It's on us to recognize it. I think it's important that we look at it, that we talk about it. And then it's on the kids to communicate it. And for me, the ownership that we place on the kids has to be things that we help teach them understand or how the ownership itself is something we've got to teach them what that means. And the coaches, I think, have to be confident enough to ask for feedback from the kids. Do you understand this? Not just yes or no. Talk me through how you understand it. And for us, it's our job to evaluate whether they really do or they're trying to talk to a coach in the way that they think will be good for them or good for us. And then I think the kids have to be taught how and when to admit vulnerabilities, to admit, coach, I don't know what you're talking about. That doesn't make sense to me. I don't learn that way. I learn this way. And that is really something that's very important to me because I think that that's coming in college football, whether we want it to or not, or whether we like it or not. And that's something for me, again, as a guy, I'm not 40, I'm 38. So I think that I need to know that because if I'm going to continue to be doing this into my 40s and into my 50s, I'm going to have to get get on board with that in my own opinion. As I said, some very impactful stuff here from Coach Hamilton. And you can see the examples on video where he's creatively looking at the skill sets of players and they're finding different roles in different situations to get more guys on the field. And it doesn't matter what level you coach at. You know that finding more roles, getting more guys on the field is just going to improve the morale of your players and the culture of your team. It's going to strengthen that buy-in, and really it's something you need to look at now, have this discussion with your coaching staff, and figure out how can we implement something like this. 
I think we all become a slave to our depth charts. I remember the ending of Friday Night Lights where Billy Bob Thornton's moving those names around on that depth board and it's that that vertical depth because there's only 11 positions on the field. And I can tell you when we took this approach and we found different roles for players and we made more of a horizontal depth chart where guys were utilized in more positions and more opportunities on the field, it paid huge dividends for the way that our unit interacted and really the overall culture of the team that started to develop in guys taking roles. You know, we found a way to borrow those guys from defense who maybe we didn't have on offense and use their skill sets and create that crossover as well. Again, check out Coach's entire talk. I think it's worthwhile to see these things on video. That's at Lawrence First and Goal store. I'll put the link in the show notes. And you can find all of those courses which continue to support Lawrence First and Goal Foundation for pediatric brain tumor research and cancer services. Again, links in the show notes. Follow all we're doing at coachingcoordinator.com and follow me on Twitter at Coach K Grabowski.